This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, let's talk about a team that has a little potential, not a ton of potential just yet. A lot of young guys as we do our quick preview of Major League Baseball. And I'm talking about the Kansas City Royals in the AL Central. Now, coming up in Hour 3, I do want to say we're going to talk with a very special guest. We're going to have the GM of the Royals. J.J. Piccolo is going to be on the show. We're going to talk with him about what he sees for his young team this season. The Royals won 65 games last year. Their win total at BetMGM is 68 and a hook at BetMGM. They are 40-1 to to win the division. During the offseason, they traded away Michael A. Taylor and Adalberto Mondesi to the Red Sox. They signed Aroldis Chapman and Jordan Lyles. Of course, they have a young stud in Bobby Witt Jr., fourth in Rookie of the Year voting last year. But when you look at this roster, there is some talent. There is a lot of potential. It's just really young and a bit unproven, Chelsea. Right, and I think there are ways to bet on teams like this because last year the angle on the Royals was betting them on the run line at home. They were actually the sixth best team at home at covering the run line, which means they're getting a run and a half. So they don't necessarily have to win games. They just have to keep it close. Normally, if I'm remembering correctly, they would play in low scoring games where their problem was they just couldn't generate a ton of runs. But they do have some Mm -hmm. decent starters uh, headlined, of course, by Brady Singer coming off a a season where he had a 3-2-3 ERA and Zach Grinke, who, you know, can look terrible at times, but also he'll like, you know, randomly strike out 10 or, you know, pitch a gym uh, coming off Mm -hmm. a year where he had a 3 eight era which is more than respectable especially for somebody who is a veteran and probably not in the prime of his career so i think there are some pieces on this team to where maybe you can get them at plus money against some of these bigger teams but as far as like the season outlook i don't think they're a team that i'm willing to take that big of a risk on because the talent is good but it's just not going to be in contention with teams like the guardians and i know the white Sox had a down year but they still have a ton of talent so it's a tough division it is and their roster is like i said it's it's loaded with a bunch of young guys who maybe can take a step up but that's a huge jump to make And, and when you talk about that rotation no royal who threw at least 100 innings had an ERA under five. So that's something that has to tighten up when you look at the end of that rotation, guys like Chris Bubik or Jonathan Heasley, they would go out and just get absolutely destroyed and then come back and maybe pitch some decent innings and and show that, flash that potential that the Royals are hoping will develop. So I think that's the real Achilles heel. They got a young, a lot of young guys in that lineup who are not necessarily run generators. They don't knock in a lot of runs but a lot of speed in that lineup. So 
When you look at the roles, they were third in the American League in stolen bases last season, maybe because the bases are larger now. We've talked about this. This will help guys who are faster, who are on the base fast, trying to get around. And maybe that's one way in which Kansas City can generate some runs because they don't have a lot of power in that lineup. Yeah, but the other team gets this rule as well. So it's yeah. not, you know, an advantage that only the Royals get. I'm very interested to see what we get from Aroldis Chapman. I did not even realize that he had signed with the Royals until I was doing research for this very segment. But somebody mm -hmm. who has been very volatile and definitely not in the prime of his career, but maybe he can make an impact here, kind of under the radar. It's not New York City. He's not going to be playing mm -hmm. for a team that, you know, really needs to win. Well, I'm not going to say they don't need to win every game, but you get what I'm saying. It's a different, no. different situation for Chapman. No question. One guy you might want to keep an eye on, first baseman, Vinny Pasquitino. Just 25, played great in his call. I hit 295 in 72 games with 10 home runs if you're looking for a bit of positivity when it comes to the Royals. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.